0: Welcome to Numbills Fan Podcast. I'm your host, David Palermo. Thank you for tuning in. This is podcast episode number 135. If you don't already, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow Numbills Fan Podcast everywhere Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Shoot me an email, dave at numbillsfan.com. I will gladly interact with you there as well so today is a big day this is pretty much like the mega podcast and i'm really stoked so podcast number 135 i interviewed five people few quick phone calls drunk dean makes an appearance we got the down low for the tailgates with nick pop kevin masseri came back as promised for a game preview against the jets and also talked about pretty much with everybody what we saw from the patriots My friends Kyle from Sirens and Sailors called in real quick, or I called him. Paul from The Weight We Carry called him because that's what I do. Call people unexpectedly. If people want to cry about it, I really don't care. But it was a good time. I had fun with it. And it's really nice to get a bunch of people's perspectives about the team because the Buffalo Bills are in a flux of getting rid of players that people are attached to that they know for three weeks, like Brandon Riley. How did he not make the squad? Well, we have to have certain guys who could do certain things. And, well, they got him back on the practice squad. Jonathan Williams, I believe he got picked up by the 49ers. And, hey, who cares? So, touchdown Mike Gillisley runs for a bunch of touchdowns for the Patriots last night. Uh, Thursday night football. If you don't know, the Patriots lost by a lot to the Kansas City Chiefs opening night of football. So,. Really stoked to be doing another episode of this podcast. We are brought to you by com. Awesome site. Awesome radio. Just lo- the whole Lockdown Sports Franchise podcast is through Grandstand Sports Network. So Lockdown Bills. We have Kevin Maseri on. as I said earlier. Also, um, don't forget, com is pretty rad. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook. Follow their podcast at Punch drunk Anywhere you get your podcast. So great podcast. Three comedians. As I always say, Ari Shafir, Jason Tivo, and San Tripoli. Ari Shafir has a new podcast or a new comedy special out called Double Negative right on Netflix. Check that out. San Tripoli has a couple podcasts out. He also has another podcast called Tinfoil Hat. He also has the Naughty Show show that he does. And He's, like, really awesome. Another comedy CD called The Diabolical. Also, Jason Tebow is a regular at the LA Comedy Store and regular comedian, I should say, which is pretty fucking rad. And he works for the NFL Red Zone channel as well. So, very interesting takes. Um, But if you're listening through Grandstand Sports Network, thank you for finding this. Uh, We have a time slot. Check always check the feed. There's great radio on there. Rock Power Reports on it. I love Rock Power Report. Drew's a good dude. And so is Chris. He plays hockey. I mean, you can't go wrong. So those guys really helped set up the network for Grand Sand Sports Network. And it's really great to be in the early stages of, of working with people. I I really enjoy to be around. So shout out to those guys as well. Um and here we go. I just started making calls and This is where we're at. So the first call I believe is Paul. Actually, it's Dean. So it rings the Dean then goes to Paul. It's probably not gonna pick up. I'm not really liked by my friends, you know. If I texted him, hey man, I got a 12 of uh, Natty Ice. Probably pick up, but no, hey guys I can get
1: my phone uh,
0: I guess that's what I get for trying to call Dean a war Don a war a k a drunk Dean, so who else can I call up for a shitty take? let's try this guy call sloth anybody know sloth hit my phone is sloth what up? yo dog um I'm randomly recording you uh for the podcast I just tried calling Dean. And drunk, didn't answer, so if you want to introduce yourself, tell the world who you are.
2: What's up? I'm Paul Spiconi. I don't know. Where, where should I say I'm from? I don't know. Bill's fan from Rochester. I don't
0: know. This podcast is always a shit show, so I mean, don't worry about it. You know, we were just talking, <laughs> trying to call our, our favorite shit show in Drunk Dean, but... um. So, uh, real quick, what are you looking forward to in uh, week one? Just give me like a couple minutes here. What are you looking forward to in week one? And after the Patriots, I think they look kind of mortal. So. Uh... Well,
2: as everyone else in upstate New York, western New York, are doing today, most likely, uh, you know, we're number one as of right now in our division. Patriots have the worst record in the NFL at the moment. hanging my hat on that for the day. Uh Sunday, man, I just want the win. I mean, everyone's talking about how important it is for Tyrod to get the win. But I mean, every win's is going to be crucial this year, you know? That's after, for sure. After last night's game, it's sort of, I don't know, <laughs> not to go back and be the typical Bills fan and be like, oh, you know, there's a chance. I'm not saying there's a chance, but I don't know. Definitely uh, opened my eyes and didn't make the f- – the season feel as lost. You know what I mean? And yeah. it also actually, it gave me a little more hope looking forwards as far as the rebuild. You know, I, I'm not, I would never say that the Patriots are done and on their way out, but it's like they, you know, they showed, they showed fault last night and they, you know, they're not indestructible and hopefully that's a sign of things to come for them. And as they bow out, we step up, you know, it's sort of what I'm hoping for overall, but, the Sunday, just that win, man. See what everyone's made of. Hopefully not a lot of injuries.
0: I have um, Kevin Masseri coming on uh, after you. were supposed to be on 10 minutes ago. But um, usually I put him off forever and he asked for another 10. So I'm trying to think about messing with Photoshop. And I'm like, why am I even going to mess with photo? Like, okay, I should call somebody. But, um, you know, I was going to make the point to him that essentially, you know, I don't know if I said this before, but... I thought it's crazy when, when they brought in Brandon Cooks. So I'm like, is this like a joke for the Patriots? Is this like a troll? Like, are they really going to be throwing it deep with 40-plus-year-old Tom Brady? This is like what we want to do. And last year we saw Tom Brady a little bit more mobile, but he still looks like a like stiff sack of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he doesn't – he's not that athletic. I mean, he works hard, but it's like I don't understand what we saw last night. I don't know if that was something – to maybe put out there on tape like hey watch out we will do this or am i overthinking it i don't know but i just thought it was really weird to see tom brady just putting everything (laughs) he is underneath balls and overthrowing guys last night it's like dude
2: yeah overthrowing guys that was crazy well they I, i think they didn't really i mean i don't know if it was you know tip your hat to the chiefs obviously but like was it just he didn't have enough threat in the middle does he not really understand that Hogan is who we know he is? You know what I mean? He's not the fastest dude. He's not the most athletic dude. He's a good player, but I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, I think- mean, without without the threat in the middle, maybe he was forced to throw deep, you know, because in case he was playing it right or something. But, I mean, yeah, it's weird also, though, just to see Brady not throwing consistent balls.
0: I can't wait. I, I, I can't wait to come into uh, this game with the Bills and the Jets and see if the Bills what they run offensively. Because if you were to ask me, it's like, wait a second, what we saw from an Andy Reid led offense? I mean, that's a West Coast system. There, uh, the Bills are running a West Coast offense as well, and I'm gonna get into this with Kevin, and he could break it down to me because he's a lot smarter than me, and um, you know. It's like that. Look like the 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 kind of matchup this year's Buffalo team needs against the Patriots. Yeah. Like it seems like the yeah. Bills, I think, should match up well if you have a solid front four, which they do, and they have linebackers who look very promising right now and two safeties who have a lot of chemistry. And your weak spots could be the corners, but EJ Gaines has been checking out and Trey White's looking good. I mean, who mm-hmm. who who knows what we really have here? But what I'm saying is keep it simple stupid on defense. If, if Tom Brady's going to stand back there for that long to get rid of the ball, yeah, right, dude. He's going to get killed. He's yeah, going he to get that Madden curse and it was I so mean, great to watch that last night.
2: Worst part of like the, the the big thing about them losing last night, the thing that like sucks is, you know, us being where we are where we are and being in the same division with the Patriots is we know how good Tom Brady can be with a fucking chip on his shoulder. You know what I mean? So that'll be something to come. But, yeah, definitely people are going to be watching the tape on that game going into play against the Patriots for the whole rest of the season. If he's back there like that, yeah, I don't know. He's going to get crushed this year. He might even get hurt because he is older, and he isn't the most athletic You know, build. He isn't the most athletic dude. I mean, he seems to always get it done athletically. Like you said, he's a little more mobile last year, but.
0: So, what are you looking for out of the Bills this year? Because I'm gonna randomly call you regularly, so um, be uh, on high alert here. Um, like, what do you what are you looking for, and what do you think could be the most overrated thing that or underrated thing that people are like, like pretty much like, what's the most interesting thing that you want to see or something you've called during the preseason, maybe that's leading up to something? Is there anything interesting, super like, if you and I were chilling at. at you know, our, our hangouts or something like. What would we be talking about on the couch? You know, like like what are you looking for out of this season with the Bills besides the obvious like playoffs, like anything? Well, else I mean, in? yeah,
2: everyone's a Bills fan looking looking for the playoffs, definitely. But like, honestly, the thing I'd like to see out of this this you know unproven all 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 around Bills team is an eight and eight record. If they finished eight and eight. I know everyone's saying they're you know, only won six games. I don't know. If they won eight games this year, I'd be pretty happy with this team. But really what I'm looking for is, you know, I know we've got tons of draft picks next year. No one knows what's going to happen with Tyrod. I mean, I, I haven't given up on Tyrod, and he's in contract this This is a contract year for him. We're going to see what he's all about, like, one way or the other this year. And... You know, as much as it'll be real easy to be like, oh, well, we took away all his big players. You know, you can't really judge him on that. I don't know. You know, we're going to see what he's about for real.
0: He's got to learn. I think he's got to learn how to trust who he's working with. You know what I mean? And yeah. Well, I
2: mean, think about last year. He was making like Powell look real good and stuff. You know, like he was taking, you know, Sammy was wasn't always there. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people. He's been on the team and we, we all know how good Sammy can be but you know he's been injured a lot and you know tyrod's been working with just you know guys off the street essentially you know a lot of the time he's been with the bills so
0: now have you taken it personal any of the bills roster moves or you or are you on board with you know i was talking to deacon last night uh adam and um you know we were on the phone for a bit and he was he was bringing up the point like, dude, I like that he's he's that this organization is just cleaning slate and just getting their system into place now, not waiting one year to not hurt someone's feelings like Rex did. Well, yeah, and, and uh, getting the guys I'm with in. that
2: too. I'm definitely I, I'm, yeah. Things hurt, you know what I mean? Like a, you know, oh, like Darby, because that you know, it's not like he was some like old dude that like we don't know what he's gonna do. Like he's still a younger guy; he could have grown with the team. But you know, whatever they saw. Something in them, you know, like, that's the whole thing. It's tough to say when they get rid of guys. Uh, we're not seeing what they're like in the locker room. We're not seeing, you know, what they're like, what their work ethic's like. You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, dude, you've uh, done things in your life where you've invested time in people, and me too, where you're like, ah, oh, man, they can't be that bad. And then it's like, oh, four years later, you wonder, oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, wow. they're,
2: making, they're making these changes, I think, for the better, and they're stacking – the draft, they're going all out on a fresh young team. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like they they really, like McDermott, I don't think we're going to win the Super Bowl with him. You know what I mean? But is he going to like mold this young team and like, you know, and, and get it going in the right direction? Absolutely. I think he's the right guy for it. He's not going to be flashy and they're not going to sell out on this, you know they're not gonna be like, oh well. I really, I think at this point there's no going back. They're not gonna be like, oh well, maybe we'll bring in hey. some big name player before the trade deadline to get some people in seats. I think that time is gone. They went full out. You know what I mean?
0: Dude, I'll be, I'll be yeah. real with you, man. Like to say with what you're saying, I think he has it together because John Murphy brought up on on the John Murphy show like. As far as like the, cl- I'm sure you heard it too. You know they're talking about the clock management and, and and all that stuff during the the preseason, and how tight they were even in preseason game four with all that and, and everything just seemed like really organized in and off on and off the sidelines and, you know, it just it, even at camp for me it's been really focused down there. You know, it's like it, it, you gotta for me for me who's incredibly hard to work with i i understand what people are you know maybe thinking which is why did they cut this guy because yeah. if you if you cut this guy is there something else behind the scenes who knows maybe he just isn't buying in i mean i i can't speculate of anybody they've gotten yeah. rid of
2: well we can but we'll we'll never know for sure
0: well paul anything left man i'm gonna let you go i got to give kevin a call um do you have anything else where can we find you where are you up to you play in a van in rochester called the weight we carry um yeah the
2: weight we carry twwc com.
0: um what else so maybe drunk dean will call me maybe i'll call drunk dean tomorrow
2: we actually got practice in a couple hours huh? i'll tell him to uh keep an eye out for your call next time
0: are you putting your truck at my house or no no i'm not okay well, if I don't hear from you, which maybe you'll hear from me later, love you more. I'm going to let you go and keep talking to myself.
2: All right. Later, brother. All right, go see Bills.
0: You, go Bills. All right. So that's Paul. I love Paul. Paul's a great guy. Very dependable. He's a father of two. Shocker. I know. Huh? All right, Kyle. So, um. I just pressed record and you're on the podcast real quick. Um, So um, what do you have uh, in store for the Bills this year? I know you got to go, and I tricked you, but do you think the Bills' future looks bright?
3: You know, this year, I don't know what to expect this year. It's hard to say. Uh, I think they'll get a few wins. I think next season, I I can't even talk about next season yet because it's has even happened. I hope I'm surprised this season, and I hope it's an enjoyable season for all Bill's fans. That's all i got to say.
0: That's it? Did you catch you in the Patriots last night, or no?
3: Oh, I, I watched half the game. I, I had an interview this morning, so I had to get to bed a little early last night, but I woke up to a pleasant surprise. But I heard for Bill's fans, last night might have been one of the only times that you can cheer, you should cheer for the Patriots, because if Kansas City does good this year, Bills own their first-round draft pick uh, coming up next season, so the better they do, the worse to pick. Am I right or am I wrong?
0: You're right, but, like, I'm old school, and I look at division, 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 like, win the damn division don't even worry about that that's so stupid because you know what ends up happening is they're just rooting for negative shit the whole time
3: right yeah no i agree and i I was saying the same thing i was like okay so a later pick what's it really gonna matter i mean they might screw it up anyways the bills the bills trade away their draft picks like fucking am i allowed to swear on this thing
0: yeah dog this ain't pg
3: (laughs) The Bills trade away their draft picks like freaking giving kids candy. You know what I'm saying? Like, So, you know, hey, the bright side, the Patriots lost. It was a glorious night. All, all fans of the NFL were celebrating except in Boston. So I'd say that's a positive.
0: And you know what's hilarious too is because you're a bigger hockey fan than football, and um, so it's like Boston fans suck. And they're, like, Boston Radio is, like, burning down. It's, like, (laughs) really? Like, I see, like, nine of these games a year from the Bills. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, get off your entitled high horse here.
3: The difference between, you know, Patriots media and Bills media is the Bills media is not afraid to be honest. Sure, they can be a little negative, but... Patriots media media are just given reasons of, oh, this is why we lost. You know, this is, it's never going to happen again because this just doesn't happen.
0: It's never breaking. But you
3: know what? Who knows? It, 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 it's a new season. Uh, anything can happen. That's football for
0: you, you know? Well, Kyle, I'll let you go. My dogs are barking All outside. Right. I should probably look out my window and act like I give a shit. Um, so I'll let you go, have fun drinking, and, um, do you have anything coming up that you want to promote or anything like that, besides our awesome hockey team, Wednesday night, Pirates 2? Um, I'm the Uh, captain, and then Kyle became co-captain, and then decided just to do everything. So, um, you know.
3: This is how I, this is how I do things with anything I'm involved with. I like to take charge, you know? I like to be involved 100%. But other than coming out to every Ice Players game every Wednesday night at Bill Gray's Sports Complex or whatever the hell they call it these days.
0: Hey man, they didn't. Tyler did not answer my email about sponsoring the podcast, so I don't know if I'm going to give him a free shout out yet. Yet, he's cool. got until my first game Tuesday to see if he wants to work with Numville's Fan Podcast before we start mentioning where we play hockey. And uh... You know what I'm saying?
3: Oh well, censor that, censor in- entire section that I just said about that. Ben.
0: Uh,
3: you know, get your money right before you start promoting these.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just want a hiking session. Is hey, it that hard?
3: Thanks for spawning uh, a iPod, uh, I, uh, a podcast feature while I'm drinking at a beer festival right now. I mean, you know that that's the good time to get a sharp mind on the radio.
0: So. You know, man, I look for the sharpest marbles I could find, and you were it. And I'm so I'm just glad lucky I found that you. I know
3: a little bit about the bills this
0: week. That's all, dude. You're good, Anyways. man. Well, yo, I'm gonna call my friend Kevin right now. He just said ready. So, um, Kyle, love you more, fam, and um, uh, I'll keep you posted. So, I'll talk to you all in right, a little bit,
3: fam. Have a good podcast.
0: I'll talk to you later. Uh, thanks, dog. Love you more. Bye. Bye. All right, so uh, that right there is a very, very old friend of mine um, named Kyle Burley, and anybody from Rochester, New York, probably knows him if you're involved in music at any part. Nicest dude ever. Uh, Very, very, very old friend from going to hardcore shows back in the teenage days, and we would go to Buffalo and Syracuse from Rochester, drive hour and a half, hour, and he was always part of the drive, and I usually had um a full-time job compared to some other people i would take kai always worked too and did music and toured and stuff but he would always be the one who never shorted me gas money and he's a guy you want to take home to your parents he's a very good person very honorable man he's not a man of faith per se but imagine a man of faith like without the faith kind of thing you know what i'm saying just a good dude solid dude and uh You know, got hockey going. I picked up hockey a couple years ago randomly. My friend Nick got me involved. And uh, fast forward, we want to get better. I started a Wednesday team at Bill Gray's Ice Flex. There's a free shout out. And, um, you know, it's just a a D-level team. And Kyle's played hockey throughout his life. So it's kind of like hockey's brought us back together as he's taken off some time from, I don't know if he's taken off time. He just hasn't been touring as much. So he plays in a band called Sirens and Sailors, and if you ever want, check them out. They're everywhere. Very well known band here in Rochester, New York, and they tour regularly. They're awesome. So check out Kyle. Support his band if you like him. And um, right now I'm going to call Kevin Maseri from Lockdown Bills Podcast and get a quick damn preview in, man. Well, oh, man, who am I talking to here? All right, so here's the FaceTime audio. different noise it's nice pleasant thank you apple what's up hi kevin i am randomly running you from another call so i'm just kind of like tying this in but um so you're kind of live to keep it organic you know
4: okay
0: um so do you think we'll have anything on the video end or not so much uh um, actually cancel that I- don't even worry about it i don't got time to set that up
4: I could, I just, I don't, we could go that route if you want to. It might be a lot of work.
0: Nah, screw it, dude. And honestly, I thought about it. I don't know how to double my inputs up for, um, the, the app we use. So, um, Kevin, real quick, here's what I want to go over for you for a fast, probably 15 minutes is, excuse me, um, the Patriots look human and, and, you know, obviously don't overreact, whatever. Talk about that game. And we can also talk about, um. you know, what we can expect the Bills to roll out, and I even want to say, too, um, I just had a, a phone call with my friend uh, Paul and a phone call with my friend Kyle, and Paul and I were talking, too. I think it's going to be a, a good matchup, this Patriots team, and we talked on the phone earlier, too, um, for this Bills to go against this Bills team. If that's the Patriots team that shows up week in, week out with big, long passes, and you know what I mean? Uh, Brady trying to play like an athlete like LeBron James out there, um, you know. I think I think the Bills could have a good shot. And pretty much, what do you expect out of the Jets this year? So, um, I don't know. Okay, that that's kind of where I'm going.
4: To, do you want me to hook up my mic because I'm on phone right now because it called me for your phone? I'm
0: yeah, sure. On my... Okay, Wh- one second. Whatever you want to do.
4: And then we'll rock just because it's probably coming in phone phone audio right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. I got you on FaceTime audio, so you're fine. Um, while you're doing it, I'll just intro you. So this is Kevin Masseri from Lockdown Bills Podcast and also works at CoverOne.net with our favorite guy, Eric Turner. Um, and so get on there. Get on to the... If you don't subscribe to Lockdown Bills Podcast, please do that. Kevin, and, Kevin does three a week. And the Lockdown franchise is also uh, part of Grandstand Sports Network that we're also a part of. You can find Kevin on Twitter at Kevin Masseri, K-E-V-I-N-M-A-S-S-A-R-E. And he does good work. Known him a long time through this little Bills thingy, but um, I think he sounds like he's ready. Are you kind of close, Kevin? Yeah, one. All right, so Kevin's all set splice this in real quick so um yeah pretty much what's your thoughts man right on the patriots can i can i rail real quick and then yeah, you on. can correct me where i'm wrong okay. um sounds good okay so the story is is uh i'd like to set the scene here uh pretty much trying to get to my buddy drew's drew from dublin underground hit his spot at blossom road pub um and my friend nick and uh girlfriend and Watching the game on my phone a little bit, get to the pub, watch it there, go to his house, we watch it. the rest of the game, the, pretty much the whole second half I got to see. And, uh, uh, you know, flawlessly. And I had Kareem Hunt in fantasy, picked him round two, but keep in mind I had a draft, 16-team draft, picked him round two. I had the number one pick, so I got him really, like, you know, on that turn in the pick two and three. So it's like. Again, this draft was Monday. So where's already been hurt. And a lot of guys are coming off the board. And I look at running backs and Andy Reid's system is pretty like successful. Like, you know what I mean? So um, I had that going on. I was paying a close attention to the game. And honestly, there's no way I'm rooting for the Patriots. Like, get the fuck out of here, frankly. It's not happening. Never. It's never happening ever, ever. It's just not happening. Whether it's the right thing for the Bills or not. I don't trust the Bills brass to make the quote-unquote right move because it requires a lot of things to do in the draft, which is a system that fits. And as you saw, Rex Ryan taking Shaq Lawson, he was the best guy on the board. Come on, man! Like, like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going that route. I do want not, this team do you to win. Like Shaq. Then
2: no, you I do. Like
0: no, I do. I do now because he fits this system. But as Rex taking him and Shaq Lawson, pretty much saying, I don't know why he took me. You know, I didn't fit what they were trying to do. That's from his mouth. As I'm standing there at training camp, you know what I mean. So it's like,
4: so, not, yeah. So you're saying you don't, you didn't like him when we picked him. No, I it don't. Just, I it don't happen to work out for you.
0: Is I don't. Yeah, no, I don't mind it. I liked him when we picked him. My point is, is I'm not going to put faith into any general manager right now to make the right pick because you have to have a couple other planets and stars to align, and it's about winning football games this damn year. And winning the damn division, which guarantees you a playoff spot. Because not for nothing, I said this to you on the phone. I don't know if I said it earlier or what on previous podcasts. But when they brought in Brandon Cooks, I'm like, are they really going to start throwing it deep at 40 years old? No way is Brady just going to be throwing bombs. Are you serious? That's not in his game. Like That's just not them. They don't need to do that. Like, maybe they just want to get it on tape and then do what they typically do. I don't know what they're thinking here. Uh, because it seems like, okay, take deep shots, you know, then they immediately run the ball right after a nice deep shot, you know? And I swear there's something with Brady throwing the ball up on not so catchable balls and end up out of bounds on the sidelines, and he gets PI calls all the time. And granted, dudes are straight up tackling some of the Patriots receivers. Like, you well, know.
4: Don't, don't forget, Cooks did get two PI calls yesterday that led to one and two yard rushes, or uh, two one yard rushes by Mike Gillesley. So. You can't forget the two P.I. calls that did get called for Brandon Cooks yesterday.
0: And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, I so
4: there's a method there. You know, Bill Belichick's not going to bounce back with the same game plan he had. That's just not how I don't think they I, they may have lost once after a loss ever. I don't know if that still holds true, um, but they've only lost like once or twice.
0: Dude, I'll tell you one thing, man. If. That's the Patriots team, as far as matchup-wise, that the Bills are going to face. Okay, well, Andy Reid and Mike Shanahan, West Coast offenses, right? So, didn't they come from Bill Walsh, both of them, in some kind of degree?
4: In a way, yeah.
0: Okay. In a way, yeah. So, don't you think that what we saw from Kareem Hunt is what we should expect, which looks like a typical Andy Reid offense that we've seen with Westbrook. It's the same thing that we've seen with LaShawn McCoy. It's like I really think on paper with this Bills team, what they did is really get schemes in to match the players, And, and I really think they did. Because when you went to camp, there was a lot of things we saw in camp that we did not see in the preseason games. You know, so
4: I sure do. I and mean, they're they're already still playing that card, Dave. They're already saying, setting us up for saying, uh, we've still shown you nothing. So, although Tyrod did what he did in the preseason, you still don't know um, what we're gonna do. And we just basically told him not to run in the preseason, so you don't you don't have any of that element on tape at all.
0: Right. Also, a, a point I had. Um is the Patriots have uh, are showing they're having trouble with the bunch set and you know, the Jets are also having a hard time with motions in and, and, and bunch sets as well, I believe. So it's like as far as what preseason tape shows. Um call me nuts if I'm off my rocker saying that. But I, I mean that's all I've seen out of the Bills. I don't want I don't want to ruin it for, you know, the the Bills coaching staff right now, but we see a lot of that. And we see a lot of bunches. We see a lot of motions. I saw crazy things out there. Like things where Charles Clay I'm I'm calling it right now, Charles Clay is the sleeper for fantasy football. He is the sleeper tight end for fantasy football. And that's Absolutely. one of those guys just for scheme change.
4: Anyone that knows Rick Dennison's offense, which might not be a ton of people, the tight end's going to be involved heavily. So you will see a lot of Charles Clay. If he stays healthy, he might have a tight end, back end, tight end one type of year. Um, someone that can get seven to 800 yards and six or seven touchdowns.
0: Right. So it, the way I look at it is what we saw the the Patriots get done to him. I mean, if I was going to tell you that Alex Smith with that offense is going to come in And absolutely terrorized the quote-unquote number one defense of last year. And everybody consensusly, consensusly, I can't even talk. The consensus is the Patriots got better. And even I had Dookie in my pants. Like, oh, man, what is going on? This is stupid. If they get Adrian Peterson, I'm going to be so pissed. Because I love Adrian Peterson. I was going to be so mad. I don't care how old he is. I believe, like, that guy is a superhuman. He is a superhuman. And... It's, it, it, uh, dude. I just, I, I can't. I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I can't get it out of my head after watching the Patriots. That, oh shoot, Brady is overthrowing the ball. Oh wait, he wants to do that where he holds on to the ball for that long, and the Chiefs only rush three. He's gonna hold onto the ball for that long, and the Bills actually have four who could get there. Right.
4: Right. I mean, it, I, just, it, I said it on my uh, Locked on Bills podcast a couple of days in a row. Um, analyzing and watching a little bit of the Patriots, watching a little bit of their front seven. It's awful. Um, I'm not looking for overreaction column. I still think their offense is going to win them a bunch of games. Um, but that defense is it's just not very good, Dave. It's just not very good. Uh, if they're going to have miss, their strongest part of their defense is their back four. If they're going to have miscommunications like we saw in the, in the deep pass yesterday um, – they're going to be in trouble because uh, that's the strength of their defense. They're, they they weren't able to cover anything. They weren't able to stop the run. Um, they don't have a pass rusher. That it, it's a rough defense, and if if they don't clean that up soon, it doesn't matter what they do offensively because they're going to um, they're going to be in a bind. So uh, I don't I, I don't I don't like. They just signed uh, Kyle Van Noy to a two year contract extension um, just today, and worked out. Three different quarterbacks, which is which is very interesting. I don't know if they want a third guy option. If they're looking to trade Garoppolo, um, if Brady's nicked up, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I, that that team showed us that they're human. Um, I think they're in line for a, a ten and six year. Um, it's vulnerable. You need to you need you need to take a win from them to to have a shot at anything this year. So uh, that's interesting. It really it really is interesting to leave um, the availabilities that. Might be open in the division this year, and especially with the Jets having a down year, who knows what's going on with the Dolphins? um Leaves leaves a little bit to watch, and you know, watch for. Especially this week, Dave. The winner of this Bills Jets game is in first place in the AFC East.
0: Man, I gotta say, you know, I don't know, man. You got Andy Reid with, with, with a direct disciple of Bill Walsh. You know what I mean? You had Shanahan. Kind of, you know, under C for under the Bill Walsh co- coaching tree, right? So what I'm trying to say here is with the 49ers. So I know I'm kind of just looking up shit and spewing it out off of Wikipedia, honestly, because I want to talk a little bit accurate. If the, if the Chiefs did not set the blueprint and expose, you have Andy Reid, number one off of bye weeks as a coach. Number one head coach off of bye weeks. I'm sorry. Some people think that because he hasn't won the big dance that he isn't a good coach. And I'm sorry, but I think Andy Reid has been one of the most consistent coaches in the NFL. I mean, actually, the records prove it between him and Belichick. And it's like, I think he's so underappreciated. Like, very underappreciated, you know? And what he's been able to do time and time again is, you know, once he took over the Chiefs, the Bills, I don't think have beaten the Chiefs, have they? Have have since he have taken over the Chiefs. I think they might have. Uh, did they win the last game? I'm drawing a blank. I, I should have this accurately, but the blueprint is out. How many times do, were the Bills motoring? And then here comes Rex Ryan and the Jets, and they just I mean, knock we beat around the I Bills, and the blueprint was out for that offense.
4: I know we beat him when he had Vic, and they came to Buffalo. Um, I was there, and on Philly. But I don't know what their record is against Andy Reid as a Chief. When True. did he get there? T- 2013. Um, have we not beat him since 2013? I, I don't. I know we beat. I know we beat him as an Eagle. Um, I'm not sure if we've beaten him since. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we did if we if we have a victory against him as a chief, but I know we beat him as an eagle. I think maybe in his last last season there in 2012. So,
0: I think the zone blocking is going to come in handy for Lashawn McCoy up front. Well, don't forget you McDermott's I mean? a
4: disciple too of of Reed. So,
0: oh, that's true with uh, Rivera. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and I guess, uh, according to Wikipedia, his years under Seifert placed him under the Bill Walsh coaching tree. In 1994, while coaching for the Niners, Shanahan added to the ongoing feud between him and the Raiders coach Al Davis when, uh, whatever, threw football at Al Davis' head. Al was square back. Okay, cool. Anyways, read the wrong line I wanted to read. So I'm not going to go back and try to read what I was trying to read. Anyways, so um, something along the lines I was trying to read is uh, Bill Walsh. There it is. Um, was well-known for scripting the first 15 offensive plays of the game and helped the 1998 Broncos set an NFL record for first-quarter points scored in a season. So, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Don't And let me read off. Sean McDermott's been the defensive quality control, assistant DB coach, linebackers coach, scouting coordinator, defensive coordinator, secondary coach, assistant to the head coach for Andy Reid.
0: That's so crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, both... OK, so when you look up the coaching tree of Bill Walsh, you're like, OK, like these guys stick around, like stick around. I mean, you're talking Tomlin. It's it's crazy. And overall point is, is the Patriots, if that's what you're going to roll out, which is a guy holding on to the ball for a long time, because he obviously had the time and you're going to get him to throw deep. I mean, you look at Eric Berry, you look at Micah Hyde. Are we talking was Micah Hyde really brought in to cover that tight end? Or at least, you know, I, I I don't, what are we doing here? Because it's a cover three scheme, so I don't really know enough about football personally to like know how the hell, I, I, we haven't seen anything. So I can't really speculate. But all I know is what I love about Handy Reed is he don't give a shit about a bad call. He ain't over there emotional, wasting time. No, his nose is right back into the play. This is what it is. I'm calling the next play, not a... Rex Ryan smashed a thing on the sidelines. All right, guys, now what do we do? I don't know, boss. We should do this. You know what I mean? Like, let's just let's just roll. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just roll on to the next play. And Sean McDermott was very good this year during the preseason. You know, for yeah, he was. I I, I yeah. was pretty impressed.
4: And Dave, we did. Just real quick to recap a point, we lost to um, Reed 2013, 2014, 2015 as a Chief, didn't play him in 16, and are playing him this year. So he is 3-0 and under us against the Chiefs while playing for the Chiefs, excuse me.
0: I thought we played him last year. No. Huh. Okay. Now in um, 16. 13, 14, 15.
4: And 17, but not 16.
0: So, you know, Mike Gilleslie, I'm not going to – overreact come on dude we saw him do that before he has good vision yeah 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 yeah. that's great uh but the moral of the story here is tom brady is trying to play uh, outside of his means right now and and i don't know why he's trying to do that. that that's not tom brady like what's he doing here they have plenty of talent well can brandon cooks not round, run routes now or something like what's going on here can he only go fast is that really what you're going to do? You're just going to send a guy deep? So you open up the middle of the field, to rock? Yeah, sure. Okay, we get it, dude. It's going to happen. But I don't understand why at 40 years old, actually 41, like why are they doing this? You know, I don't, I don't, why would you want to put the ball up in the air at 40 years old and offer more opportunity for something to go wrong? Do they know that they're going to get calls? PI calls that other people don't get. Yeah, yeah Is that they, it? Think they're gonna, they're, they think they're
4: going to. They they think they're going to get those PI calls, which you did see. Um, Kansas City was fairly penalized yesterday. Um, they received a ton of calls. New England received a ton of holdings. Wasn't just PIs. Um, believe it or not, without some of those penalties, that game's really out of hand yesterday. That's something that most people haven't talked about, just because it's already shocking enough. Um, but without, I don't know, they finished with double-digit penalties for sure mostly defensively, um, without a lot of those holdings, those PIs, which resulted in two Mike Gilleslie touchdowns. That game is out of hand quickly.
0: Can okay, um, we get the calls right, Kevin, too? That's not a P.I. It's an uncatchable ball for one. It was in the sidelines, and it wasn't a P.I. It should have been the defensive holding. That's a five-yard penalty. That's all it should be. First down, five-yard penalty. What happens? I see which
4: one. Which one um, the one that went too. to
0: the left sideline, I think it was to – I forgot who – but it was a P.I. call. It might have been Gilsey's second touchdown. And, and it's like... Dude, they get those calls all the time. I can't tell you how many... I've never seen a team... And I know we watch a lot more of the Patriots than we want. But I've never seen a team in my life throw the ball up so many times, Kevin. And it goes out of bounds. And all pass interference. And it's towards the end zone. And now the ball's placed on the one. There's some there's some you know something's going on something is going on the refs don't know what the hell they're doing and i swear to god dude you watch these games and a lot of the games maybe i'm off my rocker conspiracy me going crazy right now as a bills fan here talking the the, the fan part of me the end of the games it seems like the patriots That's they're already dominating dominating now they start calling the stupid stuff to say oh well i mean if you really look at the box score you know, the Patriots still didn't have 12 penalties that game. And blah, 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 blah. as a Bills fan, you know that those Patriots penalties are really, they don't really hurt them. But in the right. Bills situation, you're getting touchdowns called back. You're getting everything called back. The most ticky-tack thing, they show a replay on the screen yesterday. And I just see a guy's arm, a, a Patriots offensive lineman's arm, just wrapped from the left side of the line all the way around the guy, across his numbers. And there's a ref that is corner from that as that arm is, like, right in front of his face. You don't see that? You don't see that? They don't even show the replays of Tom Brady getting his ass knocked around last night. You notice that? Like, come on, man. It's all Patriots frenzy, this NFL crap. It's awful. It's awful. They're just trying to milk a fucking cash cow, and I'm sick of it, dude. Like, I would just love an even playing field of no bullshit. No bullshit, and it seemed like... You know, everybody's making light that everybody's shredding the bills on those cats. Oh, they rated the B- bills. Best players, go fuck yourself. Not true. You know, come on, man.
4: Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. Absolutely, Dave. Um, I think I think that's definitely a good place to kind of leave leave the Patriots talk. Uh, if you want to segue into the Jets,
0: or yeah, man, let's go for a few minutes on that. Um, okay, sounds good. I mean, for me. Outside looking in, I haven't dove into really the Jets. I think, I don't think Todd Bowles is an idiot. I think they would be stupid to move on from him. Um, but you kind of wonder what's going on, right? Right, I do. What do you think is going on with the head coach?
4: I think they're just using him to fire him and get him all the new players next year. Personally, but
0: Uh, what, like, why would they want to do that? You know, I don't understand that. I don't understand that.
4: To give a new coach, like, all the tools possible to look good right off the bat.
0: Again, money. Image. you say money? Yeah, image, man. You want to show that you got your shit. It's like, I don't know. I I really, it's like you settled on this guy, okay? He was successful before. And you want to go with the hot coordinator because that's just the thing to do because it worked a couple times. You know, right. and that's a thing to do, but you don't want to stay on the path. I mean the Bills did this going right up to ninety to get Doug more I was gonna say moron, but Morone. Um you know, they do that with Rex Ryan to sell tickets. I bought in hook, line, and sinker, I have my tracksuit ready, still got it ready, ready to go. Still team Rex, like Rex, just spend more time doing football stuff. Um and you've got Todd Bowles who's a you know, the total opposite of Rex, smart guy, this and that, and it's like Everything they blamed Rex for is still going on over there in New York. You know, and same with this Bills penalty crap early on in the preseason where it's like, oh, Rex team. You know, it's like I can only give these guys so much credit. There's only so many coaches out there. And I think people should really just stick to their systems and keep putting good players in those systems for the coach and and let them develop these players. I mean, you got a guy... You got two second round, isn't it? Two second round picks of quarterbacks in Hackenberg, and um, dude, who's the other guy? John Blank, Bryce Petty. Yeah, Bryce Petty, and Bryce Petty was a very promising prospect. Look, ha- uh, Hackenberg should not have been anywhere near there because Nathan Peter hit in talent times ten. Like Nathan Peterman is 10 times a quarterback. Yeah, Hackenberg Hackerberg's is. not very
4: good. No, uh. not
0: at all. And, and I listened to a whole thing with Hackenberg. I have a soft spot with Hackerberg because I listened to a thing. I think it was a Sports Illustrated podcast thing about like four players a couple years ago. And uh, he was one of them. And he talked about his time at Penn State and pro style is whatever the fuck. But are they developing these guys? Like what's going on?
4: I just don't think – like Bryce Petty was a fourth-round pick. So I just don't think that they um, – remember Geno Smith was a second as well. So I, they just
0: – I thought Bryce Petty was a second-round pick.
4: Uh, Fourth-round pick in 2015. Okay. Yep. But I don't know what's going on with their development. I do think that that alone could get you fired as a coach, honestly. You know, you've you've basically – you know, you failed with Geno Smith. You failed with you know, Christian Hackenberg, and presumably Bryce Petty as well. You went with an old vet, Wiley vet, and Josh McCown. You know, I just I don't see it happening for this coaching staff offensively. Their defense has been great, um, the best they've ever were was under Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know. I just don't see them. Uh, I I don't see them keeping Todd Bowles past this season. I really don't, unless they really really overachieve.
0: Um. Okay. So, anything interesting for you? Like, what are you doing for the game? Uh, probably just
4: going with a group. Tailgating on Southwestern Boulevard, Southwestern and Abbott. Had a tweet out earlier to tweet me where you wanted to, uh, you know, where you're tailgating and if you're going to the game. Um, going gonna to party, going to meet people, hang out. Um, look, look forward to this Jets game. I mean, to me, I don't think their roster is very strong. Um, I don't know that they're all out tanking, but um, it isn't their usual linebacking core that they normally have. Their secondary is, is, is starting two rookies. Um, you know, not much depth on their roster anywhere. Um, a little bit on the D line, but got okay. a little stronger at receiver than I thought they'd get. But you know, Kers and Curley aren't are, still aren't very strong. Robbie Anderson's supposed to number one. They do have a third and a fourth round pick there, back to back rounds at receiver. Their O lines very average. Um, they don't have a tight end. McCown's um, their quarterback, and you know, might get a little bit out of Forte and Powell. But you know, outside of like Muhammad Wilkerson, Steve McClendon, and Leonard uh, Williams, their three down linemen in their three four who are pretty strong still. Um, it's not a very
0: strong. Dude, not strong for no- not for nothing. How do you not bring in like, like? I gotta I gotta say it. How do you not like bring in a different quarterback like Kyle Kaepernick? I mean, just something. Just just I mean, for real.
4: They did. They like Josh McCown. They did. They did. They thought they did that with Josh McCown. Um you know, still having the two developmental guys in Patty and Hackenberg. They needed a vet and they picked McCown. I don't I don't knowing the options, I don't knowing that I don't know that, that was terrible, um, given their circumstances. But you know, they're they're a linebacking course. You know they they traded for uh, back for Demario Davis. They had a you know first round pick last year and Darren Lee. A Couple linebackers like Jordan Jenkins, D- Dylan Donahue, Josh Martin. I've never really seen play too much, um, so I don't know what they're going to get out of their outside linebackers. Um, Buster Screens a notorious slot corner playing as their number two cornerback. Or I don't know why Mo Claiborne signed there, but he's their number one corner. Um, don't really have much in the slot. Don't have much in terms of depth. Rontez Miles, their backup safety is out for this game. Jordan Leggett, their second-string tight end is out for this game. Um, so they're really, really shallow at safety and tight end. Um, you know, if, it's, it's a good gauge to go out and play this team week one, honestly, in my opinion. Um, I'd rather play them than a lot of other teams right now. Although, you know, by week 15, week 16, you can look at it reverse. They're going to be pretty in pretty poor shape once some of these guys get hurt. So. Um, right now, I would like to see our team play them. It is a good barrier to how good we're going to be. Do we come in and scrape a win? Do we come and, and lose You know, a, a close game? Um, or do we blow them out? I don't know. I mean, it'll, it'll be a good gauge to see where we're at, Dave. I really do. You know, next time we get on a pod next week. Oh, we'll I
0: can't week. wait, dude. Oh, um, man. There's going to be a
4: lot of talking points early next week. To uh,
0: say, I can't wait you, to just line these guys up.
4: Yeah, it's going to be. Theoretically. Um, got to tamper the expect if we blow them out we're going to have to temper the expectations you know it's going to be a lot of talk like that if we squeak a win everyone's going to be you know basically like how did we barely beat the jets and if we lose it's just going to be a mess around here dave it's going to be a mess Uh,
0: by the way breaking news too uh if you want to comment on it ezekiel elliott um he's pretty much he's going to play yeah
4: well it worked out worked out for the uh people who took him in fantasy man um
0: yeah, I wonder what the I do t- think he'll
4: end up getting suspended, but probably not till next season, much like Tom Brady. So whoever spent the pick on him this year is is gonna receive a nice little fantasy benefit there.
0: Wow. Um yeah. So Kevin, I guess I'm gonna let you go, man. I think we're all set here. Good. Well, Dave, um, what
4: are you doing for the game? You didn't say.
0: Oh, so I usually go to that lot behind the field house, section three thirty one, come say hi, people um shout out to trying to get nick pop he just beeped in i might call him back real quick um maybe i'll just call him real quick um so red pinto tailgate i'll end up there eventually i always end up there eventually usually around 10 to 11 because i have to see my original peeps at the grass lot my boy riley who's a regular listener to this podcast shout out to riley i guess is where's back. the grass
4: lot dave can you tell us where the grass lot
0: uh, Which It's behind the field house though? Behind the field house So off 20A So I'll be like It's a private there. lot Yeah yeah It's definitely a private lot Right by where they bought uh, They sold part of their lot To the Bills And okay. they actually made it A little shallower You know what I'm talking about By the new training field
4: I know about where you're from I, I actually tailgate On the other side of the stadium
0: Oh um, I used to When I was a loner I used to go there alone With my ex-girlfriend yeah, Years ago And like set up a tailgate it was awesome. So it's
4: off of twenty A. Like, how do you how do you get in? Do you go like I go nineteen.
0: Oh, I do, dude. I do back roads, man. I go from Rochester. Well, I'm talking
4: once you get on twenty A. Where oh. do you, where do you turn in?
0: Oh, you turn in at the regular parking.
4: So you turn on Bill's Drive.
0: Yeah. No wait, no, I don't know. I don't know what the hell it's called, Kevin. Kevin you're confusing me, man. Because Scott Campbell, <laughs> who I sit next to, here's the deal: Scott Campbell, who I, you know, you know that lot, dude. That's the only grass lot on that side. That's, like, yeah, huge.
4: I think I know what you're talking about.
0: Kevin, oh. get on Google Maps. What are you doing I, right now?
4: I am on Google Maps. Right? I'm on Big Tree right now. That's why I'm asking where you turn in.
0: Oh, I don't know. I I walk in. I walk in.
4: Oh, you walk in? Yeah. So the, where do you
0: oh, park? Oh, oh, I park by the Bill Store. Or, oh, where I actually park? This is so yeah, awful. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. awful. So long story short is... So you do park in the stadium. No, I, I don't. I used to, but I don't. I used to park in that grass lot, but then you'd be waiting 45 minutes to pull out because I noticed that Bill's parking got out first before the grass lot from the cops, I noticed. So I'm like, screw that. Oh, Mm -hmm. tricky, Mm -hmm. Dave. No, so yo, here's the trick. And I don't even want to broadcast it out there because now the lots are going to be emptied. So Let's hear it, Dave. All right, so I had a free parking spot right on twenty A. Uh, my dog Scott Campbell hooked it up who you know of. He's written articles for uh Numville Champ Podcast. He's come on. He's also sits like next to me at house? the games. Yeah, Wait. yeah, yeah. His sister used to rent this house on twenty eighth. So he uh, so I had free parking there and it was like a it was like right by California Road right there. Is that what interjects yeah. over there? Yep. Yeah, California, yeah. Yeah, it's like right near there. So then what happened is is we were just like it's a hell of a walk. But the thing is, is on your way out, you pass thousands of cars. So then I just literally back out like a jackass into traffic, you know, because some <laughs> people are, some people are like sleeping in that bumper to bumper shit. So I don't want to phase me. I just do. Come. you. Where,
4: where, do you park there currently? Do You still park? No, there? I
0: actually park across the street. And uh, dude may or may not like a little weed. And, uh, you know, so I go there and I park there and I'm a loyal guy, man. He's like, oh, Dave, what's up, man? I just saw him. I parked there for the uh, what concert was it? Was it Guns N' Roses? Yeah, I think it was Guns N' Roses. We parked there for Guns N' Roses, man. It was awesome. And you had to, uh, like,
4: get across the street from where you used to park. Yeah,
0: and actually, it oh, might wow. only be ten dollars. I think he only charges ten bucks. I don't know. So, what
4: do you do then? Walk down twenty-eight to get to the lot?
0: Yep, yep, yep. I walk all the way down uh, because I'm then feeling
4: you, you, Dave, I'm I'm on pace with you now. Yeah, you it, gotta, gotta
0: pass. Doing. You gotta pass all those cars. I don't want to deal with. Dink and dunk. Well, you people will, in the parking lot.
4: Twenty A is good for you too because you had to ride out right back to Rochester. People that like myself who still lives in Buffalo. Um, that's not the that's not the most convenient way to get back to the north towns. So, um, but I I see the strategy there, Dave. I see the strategy of parking on Twenty A in one of those random houses. I'm assuming right near California.
0: No, for sure. Like that's yeah.
4: Right, is that where it is? Like right, California and Big Tree.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry, Dave. No, no, no. I I, 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 I turn. I turn right. I walk in to the lot right before Big Tree. Kinda. You follow me you know how there's like the the official lot and then there's like more like houses yeah, yeah, and stuff? Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that lot is where I turn in. But I park way down by California.
4: That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Park.
0: Definitely, definitely, definitely. And then I pull you right out. You
4: off a big tree way down by California.
0: Yep. And guess what? This spot, I get to take a right. House. Yes. And I get to take okay. a right to pull out instead of backing out against traffic, you know, on the Louis side, the left side for you people out there. But, no, it's a good time. Uh, I think, honestly, sometimes I think tailgating's overrated. I'm not going to lie. I am more the guy that doesn't really drink too much. I'm not much of a rager. And occasionally when I get too hammered, I don't remember what goes on. And my friend had <laughs> boxies to the Steelers game, and I've said this a million times. Uh, I got in the Time Warner box to the Steelers game last year, and someone was like, oh, I'll be on battle for, like, 200-something yards. I am like, oh, really? You know, a lot of receptions We're right in that game. Like, I don't know. I remember having a talk with, like, a lady who was married and had a degree or teach psych sociology, and we had an interesting conversation as I was eating sushi and, like, prime rib. Watching well, a football game.
4: So what do you do then? You just walk down the street, you get to your lot, and then you just
0: hang out there? What, what do you do? Hold on one sec. All right, so essentially I had my dog side up outside, and uh, I just hear two pit bulls, like, sounding like they're eating an animal. And so I just went out there and... Uh, you know, freed them up from uh, the deck, and told them to get inside so they wouldn't try to eat an animal. What was it? I don't know. Something crawled underneath my deck and their leashes. They found a spot to go underneath my deck, and I just hear it, and it's like you know, adult stuff, dude. That's all it is. Just dumb shit. Dogs do dumb shit. So
4: yeah, I have a I have a Rottweiler.
0: Kevin, good choice. Um, so what do you got coming on? I got to go watch adult hockey right now. Okay. So um, what do you got going on with Lockdown Bills? What's coming up?
4: Sure, Dave. Yeah, we have a couple podcasts coming up, a pregame show, um, postgame show uh, coming up you know, before and after the game. From there, we're going to have a fantasy segment every Thursday. We're going to have someone come on and talk a little fantasy, little Bills related slash little Thursday night football action. Um, we're going to go live there like I did yesterday. Um, you know, from there, I'm just grinding out here. Know, finding me and my takes at, at Kevin Misery on Twitter um, and, you know, really grinding out that lockdown bills and, you know, really, really pushing forward for cover one. So that's that's where you can find me,
0: dude. I love talking to you, Kevin. You're really easy to talk to. I'm glad we broke down where to park at the Bills games. I mean, you got yes. your parking advice right here,
4: right here on Bills fan. All
0: right. Well, Kevin, thank you as always, dude. Really appreciate Thanks, it. Well, All right, man. We'll talk. we'll talk to you soon, man. See you but. but all right, so made another call. This is a fourth call on this damn podcast. And I uh, tried calling Nick Pop earlier from the Red Pinto tailgate. So, Nick, I got about five minutes because I got to upload this. I got to get to an adult hockey game that started six minutes ago and give the support to my fans out there for the Ice Pirate team that's playing at uh, Paul Lewis Arena downtown. So shout out to my boys, Nick and Andrew, my brothers, if you know. Um, so, Nick, what's up? Tell us a little bit about yourself because I'm going to be checking in with you every week that is news to you so
5: uh that's that's cool i'm in yeah i'm nick Nick pop i'm the uh i guess they call me the mc of the red pinto tailgate party the number one tailgate party in america according to pro football weekly that is a bit dated so we're probably according to a few other things as well dude let me know
0: let me know dude i'll bring a bounce house like it it, i I think (laughs) I, i don't think people have really seen like what you could do with events
5: Like, all right, so for those who don't know, we're the guys that score ketchup on each other. We actually score that one guy. We also have a great food spread. We cook on the hood of a 1980 Red Pinto. We got chicken wings, pancakes, eggs, bacon, sausage, whatever you need, burgers, grilled cheese, speedies. My dad makes pizza in the filing cabinet. It's the best pizza you'll ever have out of a filing cabinet. We, the Bills aren't, I think the Bills are going to win more games than people think. A lot of people don't think they're going to win a lot of games. We
0: go 16-0 tailgating every year. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And and it's like, <laughs> I'll tell you, man, like, I, I, I'm bad. The reason I don't go for the whole thing is because I have a whole other group that I was with before. So it's like mm-hmm. when I finally was introduced to you guys to your sister, Andrea, it's like, man, I've, I've just, like, stuck around to it. always gravitated towards it since. And, and it's just like. It's been it, – it is tradition <laughs> for me now. I have to go say hi to you and your family.
5: And What's cool is you don't have to come the whole time because, I mean, there's, there's times where we're just standing around talking about talking about the Sabres, talking about college football the day before. But, I mean, everybody has to come stop by, get a bowling ball shot if you're over 21.
0: Hey, do you think I, I could do – Have some pizza and everything. Really? Do you think I could do something for you? What's up? Remember we had this talk in person. I don't know if we talked about it on the last podcast, but they won't – so if anybody notices – Nick has, like, a megaphone, which is, like, hella rad. It's hella rad that they have a megaphone, but, like, somebody's always... Exactly. It's a piece of shit. Somebody's always blasting a PA that is way too loud, and I'm like, and like, dude, I play music, you know? I'm sure I've said this a million times on my stupid thing here, but, like, I'm used to loud shit. I'm the neighbor you don't want. I'm the one that has a dirt (laughs) bike track taken down in the backyard in a suburban neighborhood. Like, I'm an idiot. You know, so, like, what I'm trying to tell you is, yes, you might hear drums at 930 at night, but it's, like, I'm I'm respectable, okay? Yeah. But, like, not for nothing, Nick. You have a crowd you got to get going on, and you don't have a goddamn PA, and I ask you about it, oh, it doesn't work for me. It's, like, what do you mean it doesn't? Like, so I'm thinking about just bringing you a PA, and I need something I told I told our DJ dude, well, I, I got like you a, a I got you.
5: And he's like, no
0: nah. no nah, man no nah, uh-uh you should you should totally too vanilla ice it and get a wireless mic
5: I would love that
0: I'm sure there's a like better I, guy, I like would, more street crowd that I could put there.
5: I get a little too loud. I'm afraid I'm gonna blow the mic out or blow a speaker out. I get a little excited when I'm up there. I'm not gonna lie. sometimes I don't realize how much I'm cursing, and there's kids around.
0: Can I make a comment about that, man? And I know, like, uh, if you look on the board, my favorite part about your tailgate, dude, is that, like, you know, you're the second generation, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, quick, quick story. Like, can you give like a thirty second breakdown on how it started? That way, I could piggy- uh, that way I could piggyback it, on it.
5: If it, you it, it really get started with Kenny, aka Pinel Rand, he didn't want to bend over uh, to grill his uh, double bacon cheeseburgers. So he used to build grills and then burn them, and then Orchard Park PD got mad at them. So one day he put the grill on the hood of his car. He left the burn mark, and he's like, well, the burn mark's already there. Might as well keep doing it. And then everything just kind of escalated to people laughing about it, just trying to make a joke, trying to make something funny. Like, catch-up started where we tried to get one stream and get it all on the burger without getting anything on us. A little bit got on them, and everybody's like, that's hilarious, you gotta do more. Everything just kind of snowball from one simple little thing
0: how long has it been i mean what's cool my favorite part about it is you go down there i'm really one of nostalgia i'm the one of like i i can think of like the worst relationships you've ever had in your life with people like man maybe if that happened it would you know i i kind of want like for hope i i I like shitty sports teams you know like the Mm. orioles and you know i mean now they're okay you know that they're they're pretty decent, but yeah. like now I don't give a shit. Like you know, so it doesn't matter to me. Cal Ripken ain't around, go fuck yourself. Brady Anderson ain't leading <laughs> off, go fuck yourself. Brady Anderson and those sweet sideburns. Uh, no, dude, no shit. Like Brady Anderson <laughs> wasn't just straight fucking plowing the hell out of oh, here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Brady Anderson probably had a hanger. Good for Brady. Anyways, yeah. So Brady, <laughs> there's a reason they call him lead off. Um, yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> Dude, it's I don't even know what the hell I'm even talking about. What, what were we talking about?
5: Talking about the start of the tailgate.
0: Oh, okay. So I
5: started. I started with it in '93. Kenny, '86 or '80? I don't know the exact year for him. And if I say it the wrong year, he'll yell at me on Sunday.
0: Do you have like a? Do you have a decade? What do you mean? That it started '90s, '80s, or oh, was it, started, it... it started. It started
5: in the '80s. Kenny started in the '80s. We came over. A guy who sat in front of us, his name was Wild Willie. He uh, he sat in front of us. He's like Pete, you got to my dad. Pete, you got to check this guy out. He's crazy. Dad came over. Slowly, they became best friends. And now me and Kenny saw their best friends. And, and I mean, two guys that I met in my wedding, I met from the tailgate. It's pretty. It's pretty cool how that stuff happened. Like, like three of my best friends in the world are I met from going to Bills games.
0: That's so cool. I was going to say, too, you can see pictures of you and all you guys as kids on, like, this yeah. board. Like, nostalgic reasons. It's like, you go down there, you see history. Like, dude used to have a big mohawk. It's not so big anymore.
5: Yeah, he's balling.
0: Yo, but it's okay, though, because he <laughs> yeah. gets to. He's an OG. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. it's like, you get to see, um, like, it, it, it's really, like, turned into, like, like a culture. It's It's a really... Traditional feel to me that tailgate, and and it's really second to none because it feels like a, a very homey environment. You know, we've all gone to games and tailgate with a couple friends, but like when you have somebody who really gets you excited to walk into that stadium, and and it's like you know what, even when it's shitty out, when it's mm-hmm. raining, and it sucks to sit out there when it's raining and we're soaked in our gear, and you learn. If you're gonna see a sprinkle, you better have not one but like two ponchos on you, and don't oh, even yeah. don't even think you're gonna put on later because you might not you might as well not even bother. You're gonna shiver, and oh, yeah. you're ready to get that team riled up whether they're own eight or they look promising or they're gonna suck. You're always out there, dude, and it's like oh, yeah. I don't think things are always that bad, man.
5: Well, I mean, we I've seen a lot of games that had no bearing on playoff status. But we go to the tailgate, have a good time, see your family, really. Um, go in the game, cheer as if, you know, it's the AFC championship. But it's it's just it's such a family episode. I mean so many people that are like come regulars, it's just and when they don't show up you get nervous. Like we had a guy, Jeff, who wound up actually passing away and he just stopped showing up. This is before Facebook and everything. It's like, oh Jesus. This guy liked to drink, what happens? came back he was in a coma he came back but unfortunately he eventually passed away but yeah you don't see somebody get nervous it's it's at that point with us you
0: know and dude it's like the it's it's really ironic man because i've always looked to back to sports later in my life to keep my mind off of working in creative groups so for Mm -hmm. me this is kind of like doing a music project but depending on me and only hating myself you know it's like Mm -hmm. you know Like, if you play an individual sport, you can only blame yourself. It's kind of nice, you know? Um, Yeah. But, uh, dude, I think it's awesome what you guys do. Uh, How do you feel about Sean McDermott and all the roster and we'll just get you a quick take? Like, like, what's your outlook after looking? um, I'll tell you my thing that I already explained a couple times before I called you, but my stance is the Patriots look vulnerable, and I think uh, through a take from my friend Adam Deacon, uh, who should be back on the podcast talking to me soon, um, you know, we talked yesterday on the phone for a bit and Deacon mentioned he goes, "Dude, I think they're fine. I I think that Sean McDermott's staff and everybody realizes that hey, um we see the shelf life of these coaches in Buffalo and by year 4, yeah, right, there is no year 4. Let's make these moves now. Hurt feelings yeah. now. Get the entitled people off the roster now and get these guys in place now." And I agree with it. And you're a guy who's played a lot of football. You you love this thing like like what's your take with the team and and what's it, your outlook in a couple minutes I'll just it, let you go.
3: It,
5: it feels really Doug Maroney to me you know what I mean like I mean the media hates Marone but like football guys he that guy was a hell of a coach but he was like under the radar like when we first got him like I was like I was mad because I like Syracuse and he just turned the Syracuse program around so like right now I mean we don't have the flashy coach so we're not boisterous that we're gonna win everything. But they still have basically the same team, like the same number one rushing offense, same offensive line for it. They have different receivers, but Sammy was hurt. Remember, Woods kept getting hurt, Uh, and the defense looks fixed. I'm saying looks fixed because they can go get blown out of the water when they face a real team. But in the preseason, the defense looked good, which is why I think they're going to win a heck of a lot more games than six, like everybody else is saying. They look like the Dolphins of last year. I mean, Dolphins from last year. Until they played the Steelers, everybody thought of them as a joke. And then JGI runs for 3 billion yards, and all of a sudden they're the hottest team in the league.
0: So I'll tell you what. Uh, here's a point I made earlier in the show, which I hope you listen to. And um, essentially uh, broke it down. The Bill Walsh coaching tree, West Coast offense, Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shanahan, all the way down through Kubiak, all the way down to where we're at with Dennison. And you put on that Kansas City Chiefs game, and I really will argue with a lot of people, I think that if that's the way the Patriots want to play football this year, that's the way their schemes are going, it's a perfect fit for the Bills to tear apart. And maybe, oh, yeah. just maybe, because Nick, I said it again earlier, Um, but news to you, dude, on at camp, there's a lot of stuff I saw that I did not see in training camp You know, or, or during the preseason games, and I, oh, yeah. come on, man. The, the, a, the offense was there. not the, the problem.
5: The, the QB coach was like, I can't wait to unleash Tyrod Taylor, he said, today.
3: Like, really? Like, wow. Yeah,
5: he's like, I can't I can't wait to unleash him, see what he can do. Except they only game plan one game, and he got knocked out of that game. I, I think they're going to shock the world, especially – it's nice because this is like a college football game. This is like Alabama playing, you know, West Alabama a and or Crapville State right now with the Jets. I, I mean, know, but it, Mc- hey,
0: Nick, it's the Bills, buddy. It's the it's Bills. Ju- it's, I can't I can't depend on them.
5: It's Josh McCown
0: dog i know but i love to really think that the other team has a shot so i don't sleep on it because if i start saying oh, and shit I'm, right, I'm gonna dude,
5: dude you said you said section over me everybody in the upper deck it's not a win until 10 minutes after the game is over i everybody in the lower bowl we're gonna win every game now you sit in the upper deck you see a real fan talk up there
0: oh dude. Know, geez we're oh.
5: up we're up 45 to 10 we're gonna blow this game
0: you wanna know something, Nick? That's not even that that's totally the truth 'cause uh this oh, is my so true. this is my sixth year of having season tickets and my story was uh get my mind off music, I'll get on the Twitter thing, tweet it throughout Owens with my little egg, and I see it on Twitter. I'm just following a lot of fucking porn there somehow, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh happens, thanks internet. <laughs> you know? And uh so anyways, yeah, don't go on David J. Palermo Twitter. I can chuck my followers there. Um anyways <laughs> so uh i don't know how that happened but uh you know dude it's like you you watch the team uh, grow and uh what were you talking about again i totally lost my thought because i made myself upper deck oh upper upper deck." deck so i was like a snob because you know having a little job well. Oh, I'm not sitting and up in the three, 300 with the pathetic folk. Like fuck that. Yo, I ain't not say what those that's people real fans. Yo. So you know what happened? I always would get lower bowl seats. Right. And then actually, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sitting to people like who don't fucking talk. And then I got tickets one time, um, in the 300 section. Now, I did sit in rock pile like years ago, like years ago, but forgot. that did... can
5: be a little rough. There's a lot of booze in the
1: rock.
0: rock. Right. And it was okay. Cause I think it might even been pretty I don't remember. Um, but so that was like over twelve years ago. So it long story short, dude, I bought tickets. It was like Maurice Jones Drew and uh who's that other quarterback? Uh Gerard, right? Oh Gerard, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, on the Jaguars. So like the Bills lost to that team, but I had seats off a of scalper three hundred um uh, about like probably like I think nine to fifteen rows up dead center. Like, dead center. And I was like, holy fuck. These are the best seats in the house because you see you everything see going game. You see the whole field.
5: It's it's the best and the worst because you get really pissed when, like, Rascal Parrish is, like, wide open at a deep ball and they, like, do a dump off and you're like, oh, my God. It's so open. Well, but,
0: that's the whole thing is you get to see yeah. what the hell's going on, man. Yeah. You know, you get to actually understand, oh, okay, so he's playing his own. Oh, okay, that's open. And it's like, um, you know the one complaint I had is I couldn't look at the lovely cheerleaders that they had, but the same, they don't have anymore. E- don't exactly. And drums are way sweeter, anyways. Let's be real. I don't have a shot with those cheerleaders. <laughs> dude, I love
5: those drum guys,
0: dude. I those love the drum, drum guys, guys are, too. Drum
5: guys are bomb,
0: dude. Oh, by the way, shout out to section three thirty one. If you know what I'm talking about, oh,
5: so, it's actually one where real fans sit. That's yeah, right, 334. baby. Three thirty four. My dad sits over three thirty four.
0: How come we don't merge? How come you don't come a little bit more towards the center of the field near me, baby?
5: Uh, I got an NC. I'm fat. And uh, so my wife, when she's drinking, she has the bladder of a dime.
0: Mm -hmm. So she
5: is in and out of that bathroom, which is right behind us. It's perfect.
0: There's this dude in my row. He might be in your row. Are you row five? Yeah. Okay. Because I own one seat in row five and I have two seats and I'm bringing my new girlfriend with me who I'm teaching her how football works, which is really interesting. She's like really (laughs) into it. She's a bartender. She's a bartender, and people like bust her balls, like not knowing how to, how football works, and it wouldn't show her. And I'm like, that's so rude, you know. So I'm like, nah, I'll show you. So I had her go, yo, I had her go through the Madden skills trainer, like other, oh, oh, yo, I swear to God, the other day I was so psyched, right? And dude, uh, dude, players learn playbooks from Madden nowadays. Dude, check this out. Check this out, and they should. They should. Eric Turner at cover night. he rips on me all the time. He's like, I'm not going to. So i trying to tell him, I go, dude, man, we do Madden breakdown videos for me. And if anybody wants Eric to do Madden breakdown videos for me, please tweet at him to do it because I will send him game tape. <laughs> and he hates me <laughs> for it. He hates me. He goes, bro, don't even relate to Madden, man. Fuck Madden. And I'm like, yo. And who the hell's calling me from Vegas? I don't want to talk to you. Don't beep in. How dare you? Um, <laughs> and dude, I'm telling you, man she scared the living shit out of me because she found the open space quick getting rid of the ball quick three steps boom done i'm like you motherfucker now don't get me wrong this girl plays games okay so like she's good she's really like i catch her reading like business insider or something like shit Mm -hmm. i'm like what are you doing i don't know like not on social it's like okay so she's like sharp very 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 sharp and she learns the game quick we haven't revisited, but watching uncle, you don't understand how, how you know how good that is, because I would stay married to Roscoe Parish in the slot and really just eye him down and I still do it with guys and I see two guys oh, yeah. there and then I release the ball late and it gets picked off and I'll come back from games in Madden, like my records usually averages about five hundred, maybe a little bit below. But I've lost like eighty percent of my games because I just throw the ball to the other team way too many fucking times, and I should have just, like, not done it. And for somebody to pick up the game that quick, you know what I mean? It's, like, amazing. Yeah.
5: that's. I mean, that's the easiest way to learn is through the video game. But the vision is disgusting. Yeah.
0: What do you think about – I was going to ask you, too. um, I kind of like that the Bills don't have – receivers that have been married to the team on the team.
5: Oh yeah. There's, there's not the, it's just going to save my Twitter in the, like uh, Sunday afternoon, like the chiefs game, like how come they're not targeting Sammy? It's because he got double cover because he just blew him open in the first half. Sammy only got one ball thrown to him. Well, he got double cover because he had 14 catches the first half. So I, it's going to be like the Patriots. I mean, that's it sucks that we have to compare it to it, but who's the Patriots number one? Maybe Edelman, but he plays in the slot.
0: Well, you got Brandon Cooks.
5: <laughs> yeah, he had, what, three catches yesterday for 20 yards?
0: Dude, throw, let, let Brady throw it deep, please. Please, let's keep doing that game. And I and I said it earlier before I called you. Like I don't know why he's trying to be LeBron James at 40. Like, you're being stupid, dude. Stop it. Do what you do well. <laughs> Dump it off. Read the defense. Make your adjustments. Whatever, though. If you want to do that and get concussed, dude, people hate that team. People hate that team. uh. People hate the Patriots. I hate the Patriots. When I just heard recently, like, on the John Murphy show, I think I just heard it, that, like, some of the Patriots, like, players, like, they don't even, like, say hi to the fans or something like this. Like, they just kind of, like, walk by him and shit. It's like, what? think that's what i heard maybe i'm wrong it's like dude that's like next level like douche baggery. you can um, win and have could. a fun team like the seattle seahawks like stop it you yeah, know
5: this... yeah fuck them uh, who cares and i hate tom brady tom brady shits on buffalo every chance he gets i hope that fucker dies a long slow pain death
0: jesus fuck nick
5: <laughs> sorry Sorry, you have to hit the the dump button. No, that. we
0: don't have a dump button, Nick. But I will say, Drunk <laughs> Dean Milak, which I gotta have you meet Drunk Dean. I'm gonna drag him over to your tailgate tomorrow. So, Drunk Dean, dude, you Free can him totally. Him can no, you Kevin, get him? Can you Kevin, get him on the platform? Kevin. He might fall off, but it would be a sight. And if we could put it on a koozie, so I think I want to get you. Oh yeah, that was my koozie <laughs> yeah, idea for your dude, tailgate. Ham,
5: Hammer, Ham will rip my head off if somebody falls off there. He always at me that I have too many people. <laughs> But yo, hey, what about your boy Kevin Lasari? He wants like a formal invite to come over. Dude, I just oh, was, I was
0: just on the phone with him or just like before I called you and he just like, we literally talked about parking for 10 minutes and he confused the fuck out of me, which is okay. Kevin, sorry. But like I was confused. And then meanwhile, I just hear my dogs like making noises. and I'm So like, Hamm- oh.
5: Hammer's, Hammer's going to get full quick. So he's going to have to get there early, but just park far away, take an Uber over. It's seven bucks if he's within a mile or something.
0: Yeah, tell walk Kevin, over yeah I told Kevin how to do it he's tailgating on the whole opposite side though he says of the stadium Dude,
5: fuck that I know the, the, what those twitter nerds over there fuck them if you wanna have a good time come see us in the hammer Live.
0: you wanna to go to California
5: Live? if you wanna go t- sit on your fucking thumb and get there at 12 fucking 30
0: listen if you want a real goddamn perspective it's here with fucking <laughs> Nick Pop and we have so many fucks in the Scarface episode right now it's all right all right, well, all dude, right, I, I don't that. give a I shit. But all right, will you just tell your freaking people to listen to this? Will you like tell your friends and you know don't tell them to don't, t- don't don't I point, don't point know, me out that. or anything. Don't be weird because I'm kind of like the guy who doesn't just smoke a lot of weed and like kind of like hide and keep to myself. But like,
5: I I got you. I I'm gonna. Totally it's not my character.
0: character.
5: It's only gonna be like the the big the big catch ups the opener. I'm only gonna call you out first thing. Get your camera out. Put it in the podcast. Oh fuck! Is everybody looking at you?
0: Oh fuck! I don't know, man. <laughs> this is gonna be so awkward.
5: Okay. I'm a, podcast, I, I'm a podcast dude now. Like I used to be, like radio in the morning. Now I, don't, I listen. I listen to you. What? what? Not, not to give, not to give too much credit elsewhere. I listen. Pardon my take. I listen to you. That's my morning drive every morning.
0: I'm so flattered because there's so much smarter shit out there. Um, <laughs> but really, though, dude, I appreciate it because honestly. I feel like there's just good conversations to have, not just about the Bills, but about like NFL topics in general, because as a sports fan, it's really hard to say objective about your team, but when you're watching the Patriots and you're watching the Chiefs and you're watching semantically what the Patriots did to the to or or didn't do against the Chiefs and what Andy Reid did do. Um, you know, he's not out there uh, you know, being a buffoon. And bitching about a call, his nose is right back down in the sheet. What the fuck are we doing here? And he's going he's with it. You know what? I love to see that. I think it's a very underrated coach. Oh,
5: Andy Reid is the coolest fucking coach in the league. I love every year they have that coaches meeting, and they come and it's relaxed. So some of them have like a button down shirt, some of them have a polo, and that fat motherfucker always has shorts, like high short, like high old guy shorts, and a Hawaiian shirt. He sticks out like a sore thumb every time.
0: Why can't these assholes just cut out sugar so we could appreciate them forever? Right? Because these motherfuckers are getting old, dude. Like, it's really weird. It's like really weird. You know? Dude, you should. I looked up the coaching tree earlier on the podcast of uh, Bill Walsh because I was spouting some shit about Shanahan or about, uh, in, a, in a sense, Dennison, in a way, through Shanahan, <laughs> coming from the Bill Walsh coaching tree along with. um that other guy there at the Bills, uh, you know, Dennison and Andy Reid. So it's like, mm. you know, what Kareem Hunt did is what I expect out of LaShawn McCoy. And I really oh, yes. think schematically as a football guy to you, I think schematically these def- this defense and offense, is re- these schemes are really tailoring to their personnel right offhand, which makes a big reason why I think they kept Danny Crossman as a special teams coach. But I'll be honest with mm. you, dude. I got to watch Danny Crossman in person up front, and I was sold on him. You know, like I I was sold on the way he talked. So I
5: love the way that they're keeping special teams guys. Jonathan Williams, like maybe you'll have a, you'll probably have one good season, but they kept Tywan Jones and Joe Banyer because they play special teams. It's a third of the game. You gotta win special teams.
0: I feel you, man. I think. I think.
5: Hey. In college, that's all I played with special teams. I say I have a soft
0: spot in my head for it. I'm sure okay, so you've listened to the podcast and anybody new out there, my, my take for the season is this with uh Coach McDermott is when you look at the end of the season of last year, you look at what can we clean up, okay? There's a certain path. Um, and mm-hmm. I'll be honest with people here, there's also a path with like the podcast. Like I won't get in too much side riffraff because then I'll just drive myself nuts because then I'm talking to people who haven't done all the research not saying i have done the research but like i don't want to be trolled and i take shit personal so like i don't put myself into the troll zone as much that's why i'm not super active on facebook um i, I will definitely be active through like a direct message to me or if you want to shit you can even call me you know anybody's welcome to call just send a message in and i'll give you five minutes or 20 if you sound good oh. you're, you're fine like, i don't care um but for, it's for like twenty
5: six minutes when you go, Nick, hey, let's just talk for five
0: minutes. Nick, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're definitely not approaching twenty seven. <laughs> I mean this thing is now at a minute, an hour and twenty three minutes as as is. But um yeah, I lost track of what I was talking. I guess maybe I should just like shut up. Um so yeah, my take <laughs> my take with the team really is um Tyler Taylor was not the problem last year, and his yeah. last game, he put up 300-plus yards, and, oh, you want to say West Coast, oh, he's got to get rid of the ball quick. Okay, there's you can name a bunch of games offhand. you got the Seahawks, you got the Dolphins, and you had the last game of 2015 against the Jets. He was asked to get rid of the ball quick. He did it. He can do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's got to get over trusting his guys or not, and he needs to just work on his timing. Just put it there. Just put yeah, it there. Just
5: have that trust of where they're going to be when something's open like that.
0: Because you watch Peterman, like, it's kind of scary where he puts the ball and they get yards after catch. That's the one thing that's really yeah. kind of like, uh-oh.
5: He's you know, He's a fifth-round pick. You can't expect greatness. But everybody's so quarterback starved in Buffalo. Just anything to get to the playoffs. And like All they hear on ESPN is you need a quarterback. Tyler Tyler can get them to the playoffs, and then they can draft the first-round quarterback like the Chiefs are doing right now.
0: Quarterback pays the bills for anything media anything media the quarterback just pays the bills if you talk about the up-and-coming middle linebacker people really don't give a shit yeah i don't give a fuck you know what i mean it's like you know the reason i like to talk to you and everybody that we talk to and more people who want to interact is—it it seems like we just want to have a conversation about like what really went wrong, not what are we reading. Not you know, I see these yeah. guys who don't even have notepads, and and they have like—I'm not going to call people out—but they have headlines that come out that get edited, turned into headlines, and then they—they don't even have the proper equipment out there to take notes. Yeah, and it's like, wait, you couldn't bring a pen and a piece of paper? You've been doing this for thirty years. Meanwhile, you'll see other guys like Vic Carucci who works his ass off, dude. Like, dude oh, Vic Carucci's great. Dude, that guy works so hard. I got to sit behind Vic Carucci and like just, you know, you know people, I just like to watch how people work. I got to sit next to John Murphy. John Murphy was so nice to me. It was mm. great. And, you know, we talked about his kid playing music and whatever, and it was awesome, you know? So um, i meet some cool yeah. people. Then there's other guys that they're just not funny. And they write headlines for certain newspapers. And I don't know. It's just like I I can't believe all you have on your phone. uh, All you have is your phone. You're just sending out tweets. I understand it is like a form of note taking. It is a way of streamlining the process. You know, at the same time, it's like, dude, that's just people work in different ways. But when you're inaccurate and I think you're lazy and then you kind of solidify pretty much a big reason to start this podcast, which is to have objective talk about the Bills, like whether we know it or not where can we send people who might know who might have played football who might break down the game like where can we get objective information from because i don't believe that at the end of the season you're going it's Tyra terror you're going what's up with this bill's defense and this bill's defense it looks like it's going to be stout you have a lot of smart players you have a lot of smart players i don't know what's up with darius i'm not going to shit on him yet i always give him the benefit of the doubt but let him play he's going to be fine Gronk ends up He's on the injury report He's all the stud. time.
5: They're studs, but everybody wants him to be a model citizen too. Now, most most of these their football player heroes are scumbags. You read Jim Kelly's book. He banged thirty women behind his wife's back. He's also the pro, the heart and soul of Buffalo. You know what I mean? Only thirty. I mean, no, I'm I'm I might be hitting a little low here. He is my hero. I wear number twelve because of him.
0: I'm just but... saying in general, dude. It's like. Look, luck, yeah, man. They,
5: he's going to be fine. Darius is going to be out there. He's going to still be the, one of the best defensive tackles in football. And if he's not, trade him to L.A. for Aaron Donald. Because Aaron Donald was with, uh, at least on the Hard Knocks. They had, he had a good relationship with our D-line
0: coach. Hey, check this out. You, you know who else, too? Um, you look at Lashawn McCoy, you look at Kareem Hunt, and, and Lashawn McCoy is going to be that guy. Okay? Oh, yeah. Like against the Patriots. I look at that matchup. I can't wait to see what the Bills unfold. Um, a lot of things that, that you missed out on, uh, for not being a camper, a lot of motions, a lot of bunch shots, you know what I mean? Clay on the outside, like crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know, two tight ends on one side, you know, two receivers on the left, like, it, it, like crazy, like off the ball or, or off the line too. So it's like, <laughs> it was, it was like, you know, there's, there's gonna be some shit out there, man. And not for nothing. Oh, LaShawn, people are like, well, I don't know how LaShawn McCoy can play in the West coast offense. It's like, dude, Andy Reid, Hello. Like, he did yeah. better. So uh, it's going to be like nothing. It's going to be like butter. And then, oh, Tyrod Taylor, okay, you want to know how Tyrod Taylor is going to do? Well, when you're having that discussion last si- last season of, uh, okay, they put up enough points, and you put on the Denver Broncos, and Trevor Simeon, you're like, I would take Tyrod Taylor over Trevor Simeon. You're almost going, man, imagine Tyrod Taylor. I remember in Bulldog talking about it. Like, imagine Tyrod Taylor instead of Trevor Simeon on that Broncos team, and they would have been better. Well, I really that, that's what really believe.
5: That's what Buffalo has right
0: now. Exactly. And so it's like, well, how do you not have hope on that? Like, like why are people yeah. determined to find out if Tyrod's the guy? Because you same assholes, let a guy play four games, get your hopes up, and then he just doesn't have it, and you don't support him. And – the, it, it, yeah, uh, I, everything is exactly. encouragement
5: exactly. And the thing is It's a new system You haven't seen in the regular season If he falls on his face He falls on his face You can try and say He told you so But he Maybe he doesn't Hopefully he doesn't Maybe he has a healthy year Then what You know what I mean Like people won't know What to do here They're going to lose Their freaking minds
0: Totally man Um, I, I, It's, it's going to be It's going to be awful I'm titling this somewhere Brady is human In here and uh, I'm I'm honestly, dude, so flabbergasted. I can't get over it. Uh, not to be so random. I can't get over it, Nick, that they're changing this guy. Like, I don't uh, – uh, I really thought that getting Brandon Cooks was, like, some kind of, like, conspiracy that they're going to want to throw it deep. I didn't think they actually would. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I did not think they would actually do that. And then he's trying to run can't, with the ball? Yeah. <sighs>
5: he had one good year with Randy Moss, and Randy Moss is going to make anybody look good if you throw the ball deep enough to him.
0: If, like g- if he not, gives a shit.
5: Brady's not Brady's not a deep throw guy. He made his money on dinking and dunking and being the
0: smartest guy on the field.
5: Don't try and make his 40-year-old arm try and throw a deep ball.
0: It makes, I mean, it's almost like the Check thing where it's like, okay, we're going to have, maybe the big conspiracy is we're going to have our struggles no matter what. Let's put some bullshit yeah. on tape. I don't know. You don't do that to a divisional opponent. like. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. On the same conference, I should say. Like, mm. Yeah. Do you have anything yeah, that's else? That's that? the other thing
5: with the Patriots. You never know. You never, like They just got sw- or stomped here. They go 15-1 right now. Exactly. they fucking only fucking none of those cocksuckers. But.
0: And then everybody's going to be blowing them. <laughs> A lot of cheap shots out on the broadcast, oh, yeah. too, towards Buffalo. And it's like, what's like, what's wrong with you people? I mean, and then Patriots fans are all flipping out. Come on, you guys are so spoiled. Like the bill, I'm not saying you shouldn't be disgusted in your team. You should be, but mm. damn, dude, Buffalo has five of those games a year. Five. Yeah. And it could be against the worst team. You could beat the Green Bay fucking Packers and go to Oakland when Oakland sucks and lose.
5: Oh, I hate that game. My wife and mother-in-law were trying to make Christmas cookies, and I'm like, I don't want to make cookies right now. i, I just want to sit here alone and not nobody talk to me. They're like, cheer up. I'm like, this is this all they also had like two bottles of wine. I'm like, now's not a good time. Not a good time.
0: Do you know? I'm I'm gonna like I did. that. Um I like, I'm gonna give a timer of like how many weeks before this new girl i I've been seeing goes, Wow, you take this way too serious. <laughs>
5: Well, when you check in, we'll, I'll, I'll ask every time,
0: dude. For real. Well, Nick, thank you, dude. Do you have anything else you're looking forward to? I mean, um, I don't think it's. I don't think the Jets are gonna be awful. I don't like to think anybody's gonna absolutely suck. You know what I mean? So people no, are still it, gonna play hard.
5: It's probably gonna be like a twenty-one seventeen game.
0: Okay, we'll write that down. Uh, I'm not, but maybe you will, <laughs> as in we. So. All right, Nick. Thanks a lot, man. I'm just gonna hang up and wrap this show up. So, no problem. Um,
5: I'll see you. Uh, I'll see
0: you Sunday. All
3: right,
0: thanks. All right, see. see you, it. Okay, so that's uh, Nick jealous from uh, the Red Pinto Tailgate. That's my dog right there. Great talking to him. Funny dude. Good time at the tailgate. Um, so, this is it. This is the Get Ready for the Season podcast megacast, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I wish Drunk Dean would answer this goddamn phone. Maybe I'll try calling him one more time. Let's see if this ass white picks up. I shouldn't call him that. That's really mean. It's really mean. Don't call people names. N- name calling. Not good. You know what's not good, though? Not answering your phone being rude and i'm typically the guy with his phone on and silent so i guess dean is a failure right now for me this ain't fun so i hope you've enjoyed the show thank you for listening to Num Bills Fan podcast episode number 135 i this is brought to you by grandstand sports network which is a great website to hit up and grandstand sports network has a bunch of sports podcasts on there the whole lockdown franchise of sports podcasts is up on there cover one's podcast is now called locked bills very stoked to have an official three podcasts a week bills content um thing to be a part of because i'll be honest with you uh again there was a time where it was very hard to find podcasts. It was very hard to find bills information. And if you're looking for an outlet from life, sports is great. But sometimes you look at life for an outlet, and it's just more negativity. Lockdown bills is going to be right there with you in objective. And guess who's calling? Hello. Yo. So uh. What's going on. All right. Don't say anything stupid. I'm live recording. But uh, I've been trying to call you three times during this podcast, so it's kind of funny you call me back. Um, oh, yeah. So, everybody, Drunk Dean, he's officially here. I, I called Paul from your band. I called Kyle from Sirens and Sailors. I called Kevin Masseri from CoverOne.net. I just had Nick Papagellis on from Red Pinto. I was just wrapping up the podcast a little bit, but uh, what's up, man? What's your, out- what's your outlook for the Bills real quick? Give us like a minute.
3: I'm really am ex- so
1: uh really excited that uh the New England lost last night It's almost as good as watching the Bills win.
0: It really is, right? And seeing Brady cry and it's like, dude, he throws his helmet or whatever the hell he throws, it's like, dude, footwork man. Come on. Yeah,
1: I had to uh, I had to wake up at four thirty this morning to go to work, but I stayed up till about one after the game just uh, you know, soaking in the enjoyment.
0: So I know you're a professional and and stuff like that, but if you were to drink and get drunk how are you going to get your tailgating started? I mean, I know you're going to come with me to the game, right? Are you going? Oh, yeah. Are you still going? You're a season ticket holder, right?
1: Yep, yep. We'll be at your house at, uh. what do you think, 7?
0: <sighs> can we do 8? Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. But... Yeah, don't... yeah, usually I can, I kick it off with a couple of beers on the way, the back of your van, and then uh, we get there, do the, the uh, ceremonial
3: shotgun.
0: This is this true? And then uh, we find the guy that allegedly also likes weed to park at. I, I already gave the parking story earlier in the podcast, so they, everybody has the breakdown of the secret to parking at the stadium, which is don't park in the lot, numbskulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: looking forward to our friend Riley being back in town from Oklahoma. He's going to be cooking up some something to get your mouth watering.
0: Yeah, talk about Riley. We talked about the, the, the red pencil tailgate, which I told Nick that, like, we got to get you up on the platform so you might have a calling. And if there's a good picture, we might put you on a koozie. So, you know, with Nick. All right. Because so we're talking koozie.
1: I'll get extra drunk just for the podcast.
0: Well, I said, what if Dean falls? He goes, uh, dude, Hammer's lot will kill me. And <laughs> I go lot. Well, hopefully they, I didn't tell him, but maybe we can buy you an insurance plan just for one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call my agent. Um, so, yeah, dude, um, earlier in the podcast I detailed uh, about four times over why I think it's a good matchup for the Bills, if that's the Patriots team that we're going to see. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from the game? Were you shocked that Brady was actually throwing a deep? Because that was mine. I-, I thought it was all like a joke. Like yeah, he—they're not gonna make a forty-year-old throw the ball deep.
1: Yeah, it was funny. I was texting with uh, a little group chat I got with a friend that lives up in New Hampshire, and he made a great point. He said Brady looks like he's forty, and uh, maybe maybe it's our time to take back the East with uh, with the young draft coming up next year. We'll build a young team, and maybe this uh, the Brady and the Belichick era will be over, and now they're uh, they're welcome to the Gilmore era over there getting torched, giving up 500
0: yards a game. <laughs> <laughs> no. I hate Stephon Gilmore, just for the record. Now, Dean, I'll be honest. I had a conversation with Kevin, not on the podcast, but uh, I also heard something too from uh, an NFL films guy. I forgot what his name is. He was on the John Murphy show. That might not have been Stephon Gilmore's assignment because uh, I forgot dude's safety name that was supposed to he. Pretty much, they were trying to sell a cover one look, and they were supposed to make a cover two, and dude, the safety didn't recover in time. So it makes Stefan Gilmore look bad. But the problem is, is we've seen this too many times. It's always oh, yes. on Stefan Gilmore, and not for nothing, I was kind of thinking about it. Didn't Stephon Gilmore get torched by Alex Smith one time, deep all the time, like a couple years ago? I forgot to ask Kevin about that, but like, remember that game in Buffalo, I believe?
1: Yeah, what? I believe I do. Yeah. I, I was probably I was
3: probably pretty drunk.
0: So. Well, what happens is, is we go up the road on the way to the game pretty good in the van, and then on, and you're, like, very well alert. And then on the way back, I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get, like, a hodgepodge. So I'll, like, set up, like, a lawn chair in the back, and you might be an annoying douchebag. So then I'll just, like, get on the gas, slam on the brakes, get on the gas. Well, one time I did that, and I think your head hit my back window so hard that, like, the rivets for the latch popped out. So like, you know, you can fix it anytime.
1: Oh, sorry about that.
0: It's okay. Um, but I can't tell you yeah, how I
1: work. Uh, I work straight day shift now, so I'm going to have to take it a little easier on the way home from the game. I got to wake up in the morning. I used to, uh, I think last year I was working third shift and I would just not go to work every Monday or Sunday night. Rather, I just vacation day, every home game. Well, but, uh, funny, can't afford
0: that this year. <laughs> funny you mentioned that, Dean, because that's a perfect segue into my next point. I can't tell you how many times I look in my rear view and I just see your head fucking cocked back. And I just see like the bottom of your chin and, uh, <laughs> and like, I don't, I it's like, popping up in the light. dude, it looks like you were almost like decapitated, but they just left like your jawbone because it's like over like a back bench or over the back chair. Or I drive around and you just fall over and I feel so bad for your girlfriend, Stephanie, because she is such a beautiful creature to deal with you. Like, you're a great guy. I love you to death like a stepsister. You know, I love my stepsister. She's cool as fuck, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know...
1: Yeah, I, I, give, I give her a lot of credit, too.
0: <laughs> she She's a nice person and I think you're a nice person. But damn, dude, I'm so glad that I don't see much you during the game while you're drunk because you always come down, and Scott is just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, here comes Drunk Dean. And shout-out, again, Drunk Dean is also in Section 331. Do you like that name, Drunk Dean, or do you want a more respectable title?
1: Yeah, I'd go with a more respectable title, please. Thank
0: so you. so um, what do you want? Uh, At
1: yeah, $20, bucks, we will settle
0: it. Don't you owe me a garbage plate?
1: Nah, I don't think so. You've been trying to collect that garbage plate for probably 10 years. You're not getting it.
0: The thing is, is I think you bought it like seven times for me. And I'm not kidding. I uh, think I've gotten you. No, dude, I got you this time for the garbage plate. Remember the uh, time well, I felt, I felt like a dick. I felt like a dick. Are you
1: going to come over to my, are you going to come over to my house and do some drywall work for me or
0: what? Um... Well, let me talk to upper management. As long as they're down to demo those drums for me, yeah, I mean, I think we could work something out. So uh, you don't have a drum set set up, so you're kind of useless to me unless you want to – I guess your practice space is literally like a bicycle ride from my house. So, yeah, dude, um, yeah, get me on that. Uh, Do you have any more thoughts? I'll let you go. Uh, You know,
1: I'm just really excited for the game Sunday. I can't wait to see you and uh, see everybody there. And go build.
0: Awesome, Dean. Where can we find you on, uh, what's your favorite social media? Probably Instagram?
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: And and what is your Instagram name? It's called Clean my Sack. but how do you spell it?
1: It's uh, Clean, and then I believe a hyphen, and then M-Y-S-A-K, MySack. Uh, credit to Rob Thompson for coming up with that splendid nickname for me. Love you, Rob.
0: And uh, you can find some some great pictures of my dog on there. Yes, and um, if you don't know, his name is Dean Milak, so it's a cute joke. Clean my sack. And here at Numb Bills Fan Podcast, we're all five. So, Dean, go fuck yourself. It's been nice talking to you, and I hope I don't hear from you until 8 o'clock at my house on Sunday. Or 7.45 if you feel extra non-drunk. All right, well, I'll talk to you soon. Go Bills. All right, dog. See you. All right. The myth, the legend, Drunk Dean. This has been a hell of a podcast. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, we're also brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports. uh has a podcast network coming out with comedians who have a podcast. Numbills Fan Podcast is the official podcast for Buffalo Bills talk. Excuse me. So, thank you for checking in. Expect everybody to check all this out. Like, check in. I'm saying all these guys that you heard today. These are going to be regulars. Uh, I also have a couple other people in mind. Jeff Knight, powerful Jeff Knight. If you know Jeff Knight, I've uh, got to get Timmy Reback on. Maybe I'll do a podcast before Sunday. Who knows? Get the previews in. Um, really looking forward to the season. And thank you for tagging along, loyal listeners, new listeners. Don't forget subscribe on iTunes. If you really like it, like this podcast, please hit me up. Send me a message. Interact with me. I would love to interact with more people. I don't. My disclaimer is I don't know it all, but I'll try to logically piece the clues together with everybody and not just throw shade just to throw shade. It's really easy to throw shade and hate a raid. Look at yourself in the mirror if you got nothing do but shit on people. You know what I'm saying? I've done a lot of shitting on people. So, I'm still looking at the mirror and still paying for it. So, speaking from experience here, things aren't that bad. Players have feelings too, and so do coaches. Don't let them let just give them a uh, give him a chance to fuck it up. That's all I gotta say. Give them a bunch of games. You know what I mean. Give this coach some time. Give him some time. He seems to be doing the right thing. Believe in the Bills. Numb Fan Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening episode 135 I'm your host David Palermo and again Numbills fan everywhere you can think of Uh, thanks for tuning in